Hello, and welcome to a bit of all podcast. I'm your host, Angelique, and I am so excited. How are you guys doing? How are you? I am doing great. It's been a few weeks since I released a vision. If you have not listened to the vision, go and listen to the vision. I'm sure that it'll bless you. But since I released a vision, I have been feeling like, oh my gosh, I did it. And I've also been feeling like, uh, like, are we really doing this? Like, can I take it back? Like, are we really releasing an episode January 26th? Welcome to our first official, first episode on A Bit of Hope. I'm super excited. Here I am. It's January 26th and there's an here's an episode. So I'm walking in freedom. Amen. And I just want to let you guys know that I am extremely grateful for those who have listened, who have shared, who ha- those who know me and who have reached out to me. I am so thankful. Thank you. God that he is allowing me to do this like it's, it's such an honor so I'm I'm very very grateful all glory to God but I do want to share the promise that not only that God has given to me but also for the podcast those who are listening and it says let this hope burst forth within you releasing a continual joy don't give up in the time of trouble but commune with God at all times and I love that if you go back and listen to the vision I talk about how commune is one of the words that stand out to me. And my hope is that in every episode, before you leave the episode, that you make a decision in your heart that you are going to go and have a conversation with God. Let's rejoice now. Let's not wait into the results. Your circumstances may be bad, but your God is still good. He is still near. His promises are still true. His love, still unconditional. His grace, still amazing. His timing, still perfect. You may not like what's going on, but you can still praise God for who he is. Amen. So that is my hope is that you say, you know what? I need to go and have this conversation with God. Like this is something that I may be dealing with and not know, or I just want to have, you know, I just want to deepen my relationship. So um, I want to encourage you to do that. But how are you guys? I'm doing extremely well. God is so good. Uh, It's been a beautiful weekend. It rained all weekend and it was so nice, but thank God for a a ray of sunshine today. (laughs) I'm super excited. It's pretty cold if you're out in Los Angeles, California. It's pretty windy and we're spoiled out here, so we're not used to this weather. So a lot of people say that we're crybabies, but it's really out here freezing. It's cold out here, you guys. Um, but over the weekend, I had a really good time. I went to breakfast with, um, a beautiful woman that I'm getting to know as a friend on the foundation of God. And we went to earth cafe. I love earth cafe. I live very near to earth cafe and it was perfect. You know, the setting was perfect. It was raining outside. Um, we, you know, had some delicious food and the conversation was just like flowing. It was very genuine. It was very organic. And I love those conversations. I love those conversations where you don't have to be like, it is not forced. Like, you know, especially like those first friend dates, like it's already awkward enough, like to ask someone like, Hey, do you want to go to lunch with me? Because it's like, you may be feeling a certain type of way, type of way and they may be feeling another type of way. So for her to be like, yeah, let's do this. I'm so grateful um, for her willing heart. But we went, we had a beautiful time. We connected on so many things. She has children. I have a child. She is married. I am divorced. And, you know, I realized and I had a revelation that 
you know, while we were sitting there, I had all these beautiful things to say about my ex-husband. And I didn't realize it until we were leaving that she commented on the, the shoes that I had. And she was like, oh, she was like, your boots are so cute. And I was just like, oh, well, thank you. Edisa's dad got these for me. And that's when I looked up at her, that's when I had the revelation. And I told her, I said, oh my goodness, had you met me two months ago, I would have not had things, things to say. And the thing about it is, it didn't not just happen in that time period. Like these are things that were happening in the in the in the time that I've known him, and the the fact that they were not forced, and I wasn't even thinking about it. I was just able to see the positive things of sight, um, the the positive things of our divorce and relationship and co parenting and whatever else, versus seeing the negative and kind of victimizing myself. And I was just so thankful to God because there had been something prior that happened to that that leads me to my topic, but something that happened prior to that to where I didn't realize I was being disobedient. And I didn't know because I didn't know that I was bitter. And I didn't know I was bitter because I did. I thought I was just angry. <laughs> I thought I was just angry. You know, but Hebrews 12 says, make sure that no one falls short of the grace of God and that no root of bitterness brings up causing trouble and defiling many. Wow. I remember I was watching a sermon and it had nothing to do with like baby daddies or ex-husband. It had nothing to do with that. And I was praying and, you know, I was praying in the spirit and then after I was, you know, I continued to pray, but when I started to speak, I started to say, Lord, I'm bitter. I'm, I'm so bitter. And I didn't know where that was coming from, but I knew when I felt it, it felt like, okay, I am bitter. You know, I, I was so, so bitter. And the thing about bitterness, it doesn't show up right away. But I want you to know that it will. You know, first it turns into anger and I Googled it and it basically was saying like it's unresolved anger, the inability to grieve and the lack of control. And I went through all of these things when I was, you know, with Edisa's dad, when we started to co-parent, once we got a divorce, I was so angry at so many things that it was just back to back to back that so many things got unresolved. And then I was, I didn't grieve it. I didn't grieve it, one, because I decided to just not do it. And I decided to jump into another relationship, which also was a horrible idea. And the lack of control, the lack of control came from like me wanting to control the situation between him, me and Elisa. Like, no, Elisa's doing this because I'm Elisa's mother and I know what's best for Elisa. Like, I want to control that situation because I was so angry at the point that I was kind of projecting and, and thinking that the things that I went through with him that he would do with Elisa, but he loves Elisa so much. I tell Elisa all the time, like, girl, if your dad could give you the world, like he would literally give you the entire world and put it in your hands and let you do what you want to do with it. <laughs> but I'm so excited. Like in that moment, you know, since... Since November, I've had to remember God's grace and extend it to Edisa's dad. And since I've done that in the past two months, since I've been, you know, 
since I was aware that I was bitter, you know, I, I, I confessed it and I allowed God to deliver me in a way that he would deliver me. I didn't limit him. I didn't say, okay, this and this and how I just confess it. And I rested in him and I let him do what he do. And I'm so grateful. And I'm so thankful because now Elisa and I and her dad could have a better co-parenting relationship for Elisa. And I'm so excited for her. I'm so excited for her. I even confessed my sin to him. And I told him like, Hey, I've been so bitter, you know, and I apologize. Like, I I should have definitely been extending the grace that God, you know, that God gives me to you. And he was, he's such a champ, you know, he just, he just smiled. (laughs) He just smiled and, you know, and, and since then we've been able to communicate better and things of such. But however, am I aware that there may be another disagreement? Yes. Am I aware that we may say some, something slick to each other? Yes, I'm aware of all these things, but now that I'm walking in freedom, I know that in those moments, I can extend grace. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited for this new journey. I'm so excited for 2023. God is really amazing. And I share this with you guys because I just want to give you guys, I'm going to start off with that. I'm going to start off with a bit of hope super early. If you guys are co-parenting, um, or married or, you know, in a relationship and you have kids with someone, extend grace. We all come from different backgrounds. We all are, you know, we have different, you know, values and we ultimately want the same things in life, but we're, some of us take different paths and some, it, sometimes it doesn't make sense to us. You know, it doesn't make sense to us. So I just want to share that bit of hope with you guys and, and let you know that, the sun is coming, you know, God is good. He is faithful. He's a God that never lies. And, you know, I want to encourage you to go and have a conversation with him about a situation that you may be in right now with your significant other or your child's father or your child's mother and say, you know what, God, instead of focusing on that person, focus on yourself and ask God, where am I or where could I be better? You know, show me the 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 what's hidden in my heart, you know. So I want to just, you know, share that with you because it also leads me to the topic that, you know, God wanted me to talk to you guys about, which is obedience. And it has something to do with Elisa and her dad. How beautiful is that? Like, God is so good. Like, when you pray and ask for a revelation, trust and believe he's going to give you a, re- a revelation. <laughs> but, you know, in November, Elisa had a birthday party 2022 which is a few months ago she had a birthday party and everything was going well her dad showed up her grandmother showed up from Cameroon who hadn't seen her since she was born and she blessed her presence blessed us so much I was so sad when she left I was so sad because the first time she left we didn't leave on the best of terms but when she came here the way God moved in both of us, it was such a beautiful thing to um, be a part of and to encounter. And I know God was just in the middle of us and just bringing us together and everything that we were doing. We we were able to have some really honest and open conversations, um, regardless of the language that we spoke. We were able to understand one another and we did a lot of shopping together Um, we hung out together. I invited her to my home and, you know, it was, it was really nice. She really blessed us. And 
you know, I'm so excited, but you know, she was able to make it to Elisa's birthday party with her dad and everything was going really, really well. You know, everything was going really, really well. But in that time I was still operating in bitterness. You know, I was still, and didn't know. I, I really thought I was protecting myself and protecting my child. Um, so I didn't know. So I had this stubbornness about me when it came to when it came to her dad. So at Elisa's party, she was running around the pool and she was running around the pool and her dad kept telling her, stop running around the pool. And of course, Elisa, it was her birthday. She was, and there was kids that were doing it. And I guess she felt like she did not have to listen. And dad said, no, you're going to listen and put her on a timeout and because I didn't know I was operating in bitterness, because I was, you know, being stubborn, I went over there like, hey, why is she, why is she sitting down? Why is she sitting down? Like, it's her birthday. And he said, she needs to listen. She's not listening. I'm like, but it's her birthday. Like, why are you being a party pooper? And he looked at me and with such a firm tone, he said, she needs to obey. And that just brings my topic, obedience. When I heard him say obey, I was just like, oh, who does he think he is? And that just brings me a question to you. When God is asking you to obey and to be obedient to what he has told you to do, most of us are like, uh, no, I'm, I'm going to do this instead. <laughs> and I love that. You know, it's. It's not fun to discipline our children. So it wasn't fun for Edisa's dad to discipline her. He wasn't being a party pooper. He was, you know, ultimately saving her from something that could have been very tragic. And that's what happens. Disobedience leads to sin and death. So when God is telling us, this is what you have to do, it's not because he wants to be a party pooper or he's like the mean parent or anything like that. It's because he knows what is best for you. He knows the plans in the future that he has for you. <laughs> so knowing that death, you know, knowing that disobedience, sorry, leads to sin and death, you know, had Edisa's dad not had put her in the timeout, again, something tragic could have happened to her. So when the Lord told me to talk about disobedience and um, what that looks like and what it me- what it looks like to be obedient. I was kind of like, whoa, like my second episode. And that was me proudly disobeying God. That That is proudly disobeying God when you know and you still don't, you know. I was so focused and so worried about like, ah, oh, man, like, you know, so focused and worried about how other people would take it versus doing what God has told me to do. It's a new year and it's time to, it's, it's time to start you know, it's, it's time to start being obedient to what God is telling you to do. And obedience is not, I will do it later. It's not, I will do it later or when I have the time. Someone who is obedient rearranges their life without a question, even when it don't make sense. And this, this, this makes me think about Noah when he built the art and it made absolutely no sense, but he was obedient. He listened. There was no back and forth. You know, that is what obedient is, hearing the word of God and doing it. If you have not read Deuteronomy 28, go and read Deuteronomy 28. I'm encouraging you. It would bless you. Uh, Deuteronomy 28, one, 
is blessings for obedience. And it started off with saying, if you fully obey the Lord, your God, and carefully follow all his commands, I will give you today the Lord, your God, the Lord, your God will set you high above the nations on earth. And these are blessings for obedience. Deuteronomy 28, 15 says, and this is curses for disobedience. It says, however, if you do not obey the Lord, your God, and you do not carefully follow all his commands and decrees, I am giving you today, all these curses will come on you and overtake you. And I will never forget, I was driving to work one day and I was listening to an audible by a book um, by Derek Prince. And he says something along the lines of so many of us believe in blessings, but don't believe in curses. So to know that it says that you will be blessed for obedience, but you would also be cursed for disobedience, that will never leave me. That will never leave me. And it never has left me since I've heard it. I've always been like, wow. Like when I heard it, I was 31 years old. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm 32. But I was just like, wow, I never thought about that way. You know, we've always been like, oh, I'm blessed. Oh, I'm this. Or God bless me. Or, you know, ask, <clears throat> praying for all these blessings. Um, but not knowing that we could, we could also be cursed for disobedience. We could also be be cursed, like, you know, even for, you know, from generations before us from not obeying God and we're not knowing it. So I hope that never leaves you. I hope that sticks with you like it stuck with me. You know, you know, but it, and, it, and it just when I had that revelation, when I went to Earth Cafe I was just like, wow, like there I was operating in the fruit of disobedience, causing trouble to others around me, straight stubborn. Like I was seeing how much her dad was hurt by the things that I would do, but the things that I would do, I was, I thought I was doing them, you know, I wasn't saying mean things or doing bad things to him. I was being kind and, you know, being nice and, and what I thought I was doing, but what I really was doing was being straight stubborn. That's what I was being. And how do we know that we're being disobedient, living in sin? And I was living in sin, being disobedient. Bitterness is a sin. Not obeying God's words and not dying to yourself. That is so hard. You know, me dying to myself last year looked like charging my phone in the kitchen so that I'm not tempted to get on my phone in the morning and scroll instead of saying, hey, God, good morning. Thank you for waking me up. It also looked like waking up at 530 in the morning to do my devotional, to work out. That was dying to myself because what I really wanted to do was stay in my bed. So that's how we know that we are being disobedient to name a few. Living in sin, not obeying God's word and, and not dying to yourself. When God told Noah to make the ark, he 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 was going to end the end all people in 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 earth. He told Noah how to build it and what to bring on the and what to bring on that on the ark. And he did it. He was obedient. Like one of the things that I pray for is a heart of like Noah's. How can we obey the Lord? How can we obey the Lord? In Deuteronomy 28, 1, it says, if you fully obey the Lord, your God, and carefully follow all his commands, that is how we obey the Lord. Following, 
follow all his commands. Follow all his commands. And to name a few, love, love the Lord, love your neighbors and pray. I want to encourage you to open your Bible today. I want to encourage you to open your Bible. If you do not know the commands of the Lord and go and read them. And go read them. I want to encourage you to make a decision right now to say, you know what? I need to have a conversation with God. I need to have a conversation with him because I may be, be I may be being disobedient and not know. I think it's very obvious that we're operating in sin when we are drinking or having sex or doing drugs or, you know, even sometimes pride. That's very obvious. But for me, you know, I didn't know and realize that I was operating. I didn't know I was bitter. I didn't know that I was bitter. Like everything that I was doing, I thought I had every reason to. So had I not had a conversation with him, I wouldn't have known. And I'm so thankful because I was able to say, you know what, God, I am bitter. And God has showed me that is disobedience. So I want to encourage you to go to your quiet space. If you're in the car, if you're in the kitchen, wherever you are listening to this podcast, to this episode, and ask God, where am I being disobedient? Open your Bible. Go and read the commands. God is instructing us throughout the entire Bible. This is, the thing about it is, this is what I love about this, is that we are in partnership with God. So that means that you have to do your part. And your part is opening your Bible. Your part is opening your mouth and asking and praying. So go and do that. Go and do that. I'm so excited. I'm so thankful. I love you guys so much. And I know that God is going to move in your life I know that he is already moving in your life. And I just want to encourage you to keep going, to to build that relationship with him. I love you. And I will talk to you guys on the next episode.